the show for them, she went on presently, I should have said quite firmly and plainly, you can't ask Mrs. Staverton with the Richard Scots. She and he were once... She stopped, eloquently. But were they once? asked Mr. Satterthwaite. My dear man, it's well known. Their trip into the interior. I'm surprised the woman had the face to accept the invitation. Perhaps she didn't know the others were coming, suggested Mr. Satterthwaite. Perhaps she did. That's far more likely. You think she's what I call a dangerous woman, the sort of woman who'd stick at nothing. I wouldn't be in Richard Scott's shoes this weekend. And his wife knows nothing, you think? I'm certain of it. But I suppose some kind friend will enlighten her sooner or later. Here's Jimmy Allenson. Such a nice boy. He saved my life in Egypt last winter. I was so bored, you know. Hello, Jimmy. Come here at once. Captain Allenson obeyed, dropping down on the turf beside her. He was a handsome young fellow of thirty, with white teeth and an infectious smile. I'm glad somebody wants me, he observed. The Scots are doing the turtle dove stunt. Two required, not three. Porter's devouring the field, and I've been in mortal danger of being entertained by my hostess. He laughed. Lady Cynthia laughed with him. Mr. Satterthwaite, who was in some ways a little old-fashioned, so much so that he seldom made fun of his host and hostess until after he had left their house, remained grave. "'Poor Jimmy,' said Lady Cynthia. "'Am I not to reason why, mine but to swiftly fly. I had a narrow escape of being told the family ghost story.' "'An Uncleton ghost,' said Lady Cynthia. "'How screaming!' Uh, not an Uncleton ghost, said Mr. Satterthwaite, a Greenway's ghost. They bought it with the house. Of course, said Lady Cynthia, I remember now. But it doesn't clank chains, does it? It's only something to do with a window. Jimmy Allenson looked up quickly. A window? But for the moment, Mr. Satterthwaite did not answer. He was looking over Jimmy's head at three figures approaching from the direction of the house— a slim girl between two men. There was a superficial resemblance between the men. Both were tall and dark, with bronzed faces and quick eyes. But looked at more closely, the resemblance vanished. Richard Scott, hunter and explorer, was a man of extraordinarily vivid personality. He had a manner that radiated magnetism. John Porter, his friend and fellow hunter, was a man of squarer build, with an impassive, rather wooden face, and very thoughtful grey eyes. He was a quiet man, content always to play second fiddle to his friend. And between these two walked Moira Scott, who, until three months ago, had been Moira O'Connell. A slender figure, big, wistful brown eyes, and golden-red hair that stood out round her small face like a saint's halo. "'That child mustn't be hurt,' said Mr. Satterthwaite to himself, it would be abominable that a child like that should be hurt. Lady Cynthia greeted the newcomers with a wave of the latest thing in parasols. Sit down and don't interrupt, she said. Mr. Satterthwaite is telling us a ghost story. Oh, I love ghost stories, said Moira Scott. She dropped down on the grass. The ghost of Greenway's house? asked Richard Scott. Yes. You know about it? Scott nodded. I used to stay here in the old days, he explained, before the Elliots had to sell up. 
The Watching Cavalier, that's it, isn't it? The Watching Cavalier, said his wife softly. I like that. It sounds interesting. Please go on. But Mr. Satterthwaite seemed somewhat loath to do so. He assured her that it was not really interesting at all. And now you've done it, Satterthwaite, said Richard Scott sardonically. That hint of reluctance clinches it. In response to popular clamour, Mr. Satterthwaite was forced to speak. It's really very uninteresting, he said apologetically. I believe the original story centres round a cavalier ancestor of the Elliot family. His wife had a roundhead lover. The husband was killed by the lover in an upstairs room, and the guilty pair fled. But as they fled, they looked back at the house and saw the face of the dead husband at the window, watching them. That is the legend.